Welcome to the Mastering College to Career Podcast, where we're here to help you land your dream job. So if at any time during this episode you find any value, please make sure you take a screenshot and you share it with a friend. And don't forget, make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. That will mean the world. So without further ado, enjoy this episode. What's going on, podcast family? If you're one of the thousands of students that listen to this podcast and have aspirations to work for a Fortune 500 company, whether it's starting as an intern or then working there full-time after graduation, then I have a very special treat for you. I will be conducting multiple webinars each week on how to get a job or internship with a Fortune 500 company. And in this webinar, I'm gonna cover three big secrets. Uh, Secret number one, I am gonna show you exactly how to get your resume passed through or get your resume beat over 90% of other applicants. And then secret number two, I'm gonna teach you how to access the hidden job market where over 80% of jobs are filled. And then number three, I am gonna teach you how Fortune 500 companies handle campus recruitment and how you can take this insider secrets to your advantage. So if you wanna learn more, go to masteringcollege2career.com forward slash free training to register. Once you hit the register button, you will then have access to see all the times that I am doing this available. This is a free training, so you will have the opportunity to ask me all the questions that you want. So make sure you go to masteringcollege2career.com forward slash free training to register. See you guys all there. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to this episode of the Mastering College 2 Career Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited for today's episode because today I have two individuals that work for IBM, specifically for their marketing department. And we're here to talk about what does an IBM marketing career internship look like? And I'm really excited about this episode because I have, it's three people on this show. It's myself, I have Sarah Williams, who is the manager of marketing talent strategies and operation. And I have Leah Chen, who was a past intern who now works full-time for IBM. And so we're gonna be able to really talk about the perspective of what you know a manager at IBM is looking for and talking to, and also for somebody who just did the internship, who is now working full-time for the company. And I think that's really like the best combination because we get all areas and all perspectives of it. So ladies, welcome to the show. Good morning. Uh, yeah, um, it's still morning in my time. I think you guys are in New York, so good morning. How are you ladies doing today? Doing great, Daniel. Thank you for having us. We're Thank very you. excited to be here. I'm excited just to talk about this. Um, I was doing some research and multiple websites when I was talking about companies that students are most interested in applying for, IBM comes on one of the, are, it's always on the top of the list of companies that, um, who are about to graduate, who are looking for internships, shows up. IBM being in the Fortune 500 companies for a long time now, one of the, the I think it's less than five companies who's been in the Fortune 500 companies as long as IBM. And, but I think, you know, marketing in particular is what we're gonna talk about today. And so I'm really interested. And so I'm gonna um, t- talk to you, uh, Sarah, this question is for you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about um, your experience, you know, you've been with IBM for a while, and also about the marketing internships. Sure. Um, so, uh, as, as uh, 
I've actually been with IBM for about 15 years now. Uh, I have been with marketing for five of those 15 years. I started my career in global business services doing consulting work, um, both in doing internal based projects as well as um, external, uh, working with external clients. A uh, lot of global transformation, a lot of uh, strategy work. Um, and about five years ago, had been doing some strategy work actually with the marketing team, specifically the operations team, um, and was asked to join the organization. Um, they were really, they were starting to think about how marketing was transforming or how marketing at IBM really needed to transform based on the direction that you saw marketing going in, in the marketplace. So as marketing was becoming much more digital, um, that had a significant impact on um, things like who were the people that we needed to uh, recruit into the company, what kinds of skills did they need to have, what did that talent mix look like for teams. Um, and I had, had some experience doing that kind of work with um, both IBM's external clients as well as um, doing some resource modeling with some of our other business units and some of our other geographies internally at IBM. So I, I took the opportunity. Um, and here we are five years later um, with a really robust um, marketing intern program. We have grown that from about 15 students when I uh, was started this about five years ago. Um, to, we had about 120 students this last summer, um, which has been, you know, really fantastic in terms of, uh, in terms of getting traction and the participation from the different teams that we have, you know, internally at IBM, we have corporate teams and business unit teams, um, all of which participate in the program. So that's pretty exciting. Um, do you want me to tell you a little bit about kind of how the program is structured and um, the types of things the students can expect? Yeah. So tell, tell me a little bit. Of, let's, let's talk about what the program looks like. Is it only for the summer or can they do it through fall or spring? And then as well as is there different job descriptions within the program or how do they determine if they're doing paid ads versus social media management versus event planning? Like you tell me. Okay. Um, so let me just start with there are, so right now, uh, the internship program that we run is in the summer only. Uh, we have had uh, students that have pivoted their summer intern program into part-time employment come fall. So we, we have had students that have had extended their internship program into the fall, but primarily what I recruit for and the program that the team and I run in is a summer-based program. So it's 10 weeks. Um, it's a project-based program, which basically means that uh, all of the interns are going to work on teams, you know, three or four. Um, each of them is going to be assigned to a project of which they have total ownership of. So um, the experience is not that you're going to be shadowing some executives or that you are um, going to be just thrown into working on things that they are already doing, but that you have something that you can own end to end for the 10 week period that you are uh, an intern. Um, about 70%, I would say 70 or 75% of the program is made up of that, uh, of the project. The remaining portion of the program we dedicate to things like social events, um, leadership roundtable, so you have an opportunity to do a lot of networking with senior executives and um, other leaders within marketing. 
Um, and of course, the social component. So we want to make sure that our, our interns have an opportunity to meet and network with each other and with other parts of IBM. So it's a really well-rounded um, program. We, Leah, I was gonna ask, I was gonna ask Leah, what was your project? Can you tell us, can you share a little bit about your experience and what was your project? What did you do? And um, maybe tell us a little bit about your experience as an intern. Yeah, for sure. So my project was focused on digital strategy and even more specifically within that, the user experience, so digital UX. Um, and I work with the Watson IoT. So IoT is Internet of Things and financial services teams within um, here at IBM Marketing. And it was really, really cool. So I remember coming in the first week, our manager was like, okay, what we, we want you to do is just redo our whole entire web experience and our whole web page. And I remember me and the three other interns, we didn't really know each other yet. We looked at each other and we were like, okay, like that's a pretty big task. But as Sarah was saying, it was really cool that they gave that responsibility to four people who were in college and were really, really open to hearing our ideas. So yeah, throughout the 10 weeks, we literally did that. We redid the whole webpage. Um, I, we got to create new mockups for what we wanted the website to look like. And we did research on what content would work best. You know, what should the CTA buttons look like? Should there be more additional assets like videos versus photos? And what's the tone analysis? So a lot of different components to kind of create this whole web experience and really cater to the customer journey. And it was awesome. By the end of the 10 weeks, we got to present and not only in front of our managers and bosses, but a lot of other executives and hear their opinions. Um, but then my favorite part of it was by the end, we actually got to see some of our recommendations go live on a website that's viewed by like thousands of people, you know, monthly. Um, and that made me feel like really heard and really special because I think it's one thing to kind of get a project, but a whole another thing to actually see your ideas, you know, get put into action. Um, I think that's something really special about the internship program. I know that's not just unique to my team. A lot of the other interns and their teams had something similar happen with them too. Wow. And that, and that's amazing. And so it, it doesn't really, out of, you know, all 120 students were working on a project, whether it was a group project or individual projects, but they're all assigned to a project that they kind of, they own and they got to present it to the senior leaderships or, you know, their managers. And mm -hmm. um, that, that's, that's pretty amazing because I think a lot of the feedback that I get from students is that sometimes they feel like the, the internships that they have, they are doing tasks that the, the level entry jobs I don't want to do it could be you know so they're kind of like getting the the leftover task and it seems mm -hmm. like you know it's having your own project it's a good way for both the students and the company to get a good feel whether this is the right opportunity for them once graduation right um Sarah? And, and I think Daniel what you just said is absolutely the case that is exactly why we do it because we want to give our students an opportunity to really know what it's like to be a full-time IBMer and we want to give our management team an opportunity to see our students in action and so I tell them you know when they come in in the first couple of days during onboarding to treat it like a it's like a 10-week interview process as much for them as it is for us right we have the opportunity to observe and they have the opportunity to figure out if IBM is a place where they think that they can be successful and they can grow and they can take the first steps in their career. And I think that's just as important for them to know that as it is for us to understand whether or not we think that they would be a good fit at the company. Yeah. And I think for, for the audience that's listening, I, you know, I, I really talk about this in the book, like 
it is really in the company's best interest to for you to, to make sure that it's the right hire that is a win-win situation um i was doing a lot of studies when i was writing my book and depending on the company is one to five times the first year salary is the cost for a company if they hire somebody that doesn't stay with them for about two years and so that's why a lot of the like the com this is why companies do internships they're not doing it for the, the cheap labor or the free labor but more than anything is to make sure that you as a student this I realize this is where you want to work and the company also finds if you are a good fit for the company it's about making sure that it's a win-win situation and when you can have um, a pro like a 10 12 week opportunity to do this right um, you have a better better understanding like it, it's anybody could be in their best behavior for a couple of interviews and and same thing for the company the company can tell you feed you the kool-aid we talk a lot about that like they tell you promise you the world why you should come work for them but with a 10 12 weeks you can actually get a really good understanding of do i see myself working here for at least two years and it's what i tell students i'm not saying that the company that you graduate with has to be the company that you stay with for the rest of your career but give yourself at least two years give the company at least two years um but um i'll throw it back you know sarah I really would love to understand, you know, the, a company like IBM's perspective of why internships, like why not just hire more full-time students? Like why do you guys invest so much in going from 15 students a couple of years ago to 120 interns now? I think it goes back to what we were just talking about, Daniel. I think that that summarizes it perfectly. We've had the opportunity to have the really fantastic students with great skill sets working on really interesting projects join us over the summer. Um, they get to meet and know our executive team, our, our management team, our, the individual managers and, and, the, um, and the squads that they uh, work for. And uh, we've had a lot of success, so much so that in this last two years, we have actually not had to do any additional recruiting on campus to bring in early professionals other than the conversions from our summer intern program and we i think they stay to your point they have a tendency to stay longer um, because they come in having already started building their network having an understanding of uh, the types of work they're going to do knowing what the culture and environment which is very important for students understanding you know the culture and 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 the company um, i always talk to them about two different things it's about it's equally important to love the job that you're moving into, but also love the company, meaning the values of the company. Do the values of that organization align with the values that I have? And, and I think that's the difference between an intern program and a couple of interviews. They really have the chance to experience that and to be part of the culture and to engage with the teams and to see that alignment of values with their own. And I think that that's the selling point. So I think We've continued to expand the size of the program because we've had such great success with um, converting those students into full-time hires. I think is what you said is super interesting, and for and for the students listening, I think think about this: if you want to work for a co a company that is super competitive to get into, you can't right after your graduation. You have to start in the internship. You have to start in the internship, like it's. It is the easiest path for you to get into one of those big companies like IBM is through the internship because it minimizes the risk for them and it minimizes the risk for you. 
Um, and so you have to start planning ahead. And so if you are listening to this and you are about to graduate in a couple of weeks, it's tough. Like, like they said, like if they are satisfied, if they meet the number of other people that are looking full time from their internships or like if they, the conversion rate is right, they will not be going to campus to recruit for full-time employment, but instead continue to recruit for summer internships. So I think it's something they need to keep in mind. Um, in terms of the candidates um, that you guys are looking for, is, there, um, is it just marketing majors or what are the majors? What are some of the soft or technical skills that, a lot, like, that you've seen students who do this internship succeed with? That's a great question. I get I get asked that a lot because people always want to position themselves as uh, you know they always want to know how do I best position myself for the internship. Um, I would say when I look at a resume, probably the submissions that I get um, for the intern program are most often from marketing majors, from business majors, from communications majors, um, and then some form of data science, which shows up in. Um, you know, people who are data science or analytics or um, statistics or uh, econ. So we're, we're always definitely looking for that profile of student, you know, especially as marketing has become increasingly data driven as we have access to information, those analytical capabilities are, are really important. Um, but to be honest, I, I, when I I think it's most important that they are that they have leadership. So when I look at a resume, I look for things like um, where have they had other internships? Um, what leadership capabilities do I see coming through on the resume? Like, are they participating in different student groups? Um, what roles are they playing in those student groups? Um, you know, what are their other interests? So I, I'm looking at kind of a more well-rounded um, individual. And I certainly don't turn away any resumes that, that are um, from different types of majors. I have people who are, you know, English graduates or meaning like English journalism or, um, you know, there, there's a number of different things that, that come across my desk. So I don't think that there's any one profile, but I would say that, you know, predominantly I end up with marketing, communications, analytics or, or, or business majors for sure. And then in terms of, you know, applying for it, it do you, are you applying for a particular, like, so marketing, you know, like, they, they, I've had a, we've talked about marketing in this, in this podcast a lot. We talk about t uh, a marketer should be t uh, like the T-shape. You should know all kind of all areas of marketing, kind of deep that have a deep area of knowledge. Do you want that? Do you, do you want people to have some sort of expertise in like paid media or, or, or do you want, when people go in and apply, do they get placed into projects based on, how does that work? That's a great question. Um, so the way that we have done it in the past, I, I use a couple of different sources to figure out where I'm gonna place people on projects. So number one, I go back and I look at the notes that from the interviews, right? So every student coming in who gets accepted into the internship has gone through um, about two interviews, sometimes three, but generally two interviews. And so I will go back and I will look at the notes from the interviews and I will figure out where they have expressed interest or passion. Is that social media? Is it some kind of product marketing? Is it data science? Um, is it campaign management, right? There's a lot of different, when you look at marketing overall, there's a lot of different ways we break out our, our teams, you know, at IBM. So we have people who are content marketers, we have people who are product marketers, we have 
campaign managers, we have uh, paid media, you have search, you have, I mean, there's just a whole host of different skills. So I will go back and I will look at the interview notes and I will see where people have expressed interest. Then I also look at the resume and see what experience they have, what classes they've taken. Um, and I use both of those data points to figure out where I think they would be best placed on a project. Um, you know, I've got, and, and quite truthfully, um, at the end of every summer, um, between myself and my team, we do exit interviews or focus groups, uh, you know, either one-on-one -on -one interviews or focus groups with every intern that leaves our program. And I always have this mix of, you know, I always have the question, how did you decide what, what project I would be placed on? Because surprisingly, a lot of interns have responded, wow, I didn't know anything about um, cloud, or I didn't know anything about uh, internet of things, or I didn't know anything about blockchain. And it was so cool being on a project that allowed me to learn all about that. So, um, you know, certainly they can, I take the information that they tell us of the things that they're interested in, and I do the best job I can, you know, placing them on, on projects that will allow them to use existing skills as well as build new ones. And Sarah, do you have a core set of schools that you do active campus recruiting? And what did you, what about if a student does not go to any of those core schools, can they still apply? Absolutely. Um, so we do have a core set of skill, uh, excuse me, a core set of schools. Um, the internship predominantly, I've got uh, three, three large locations. So Austin being a large location for our intern program, Raleigh being uh, another one, and the third being New York City. Um, I also do have uh, interns in San Francisco, um, as well as at corporate headquarters in IBM, which is up in um, Armonk, New York. Um, so I try to recruit at schools that are kind of local to those areas, because I find that, um, you know, students are often interested in having intern programs that are, are close enough to where they are going to university. So we recruit, and this is not an exhaustive list, but we do Cornell and uh, NYU and CMU. Uh, I do UT Austin. We do Berkeley out in San Francisco, because I have a small group of interns there. Um, we do uh, University of North Carolina. Uh, we do A and T. So we have, you know, we have, and the, and to be honest, Daniel, the the list of schools changes, you know, each year as we think about what skills are we looking for. Um, you know, what where we had a lot of success with our recruiting program. I mean, University of Michigan is a is a place that we've recruited at for the last four years. It's a great university. I've gotten a lot of students from there. It's not local to any of those three or four IBM locations I just named, but, um, you know, that's, that's another key one for us. So we, we do have kind of that roster of schools. However, you can find the application online. We had, I think this year, 16 or 1700 people just apply online. So we have a lot of organic traffic that comes in as well. Um, and we look through all of those resumes to, to look for qualified students. I also have a referral program. So there are always IBMers that are referring um, other students to me. So there are a lot of different ways to actually um, learn about the intern program and to, uh, to find your ways, you know, find your application, excuse me, is to find a way to apply to the program. And Sarah, uh, what has been the most impressive or creative application or interaction you've ever had with a student that was like, I can never forget that person? Um, 
<laughs> it's a, that is a great question. Um, I think the one that stands out, and this probably is, you know, just because I talk to hundreds and hundreds of students every year, the one that stands out for me is one that happened last year. I was actually conducting an interview. Um, and, it, you know, as I mentioned, two interviews, two acceptance. I was the second interview for this person. And as we were wrapping up the interview, the student said to me, I'm really looking forward to, um, they, they did the presumptive close. I'm really looking forward to starting my internship in Raleigh this summer. You won't be disappointed. I'm going to be the best intern you've had. Was um, <laughs> And I mean, and that's just kind of that dynamic personality was, um, and, and she did actually intern for us. Um, and so it was, uh, you know, I think I love when students are looking for for ways to, you know, to stand out and um, yeah, but I absolutely, she she actually did the same thing as we were doing an exit interview, um, you know, uh, talking about uh, her potential job offers. So um, pretty interesting. And then Leah, I'm gonna ask you, um, t tell us a little bit about, um, so you, you did your internship and how does it feel, you know, after you, you had done your internship, like how, how was it when you came back to college? Like, did you feel like you learned a lot? Like what was your biggest takeaways from the internship? Yeah, I definitely learned a lot. Um, as I mentioned, I was on a project focused on digital UX and that was like not my area of expertise in college. Like I had done one little like case competition related to it. And I think that's why I got placed on that team. Uh, but yeah, like, Honestly, so much of my internship was was new to me because I had never done a focused like project really on that area. So I learned a lot on the digital space. But I think what I learned the most was all about the different like tools that IBM uses. Um, and I think we talk a lot about like theory in college and like the importance of data and using metrics to inform you know your decisions. But when I came to the internship, I actually got to apply a lot of the thinking and learned a bunch of different you know, tools from like, you know, viewing web pages and where people click with Hotjar or looking at organic traffic with some of our internal tools. And I think that was like one of the most important things. And it's been really nice since coming back. And since I still focus on digital strategy, I actually use those tools, you know, in my everyday work. And it's nice because I feel familiar with them because I use them in my internship, but now I get to expand on it uh, because now it's beyond the 10 weeks. And then, yeah, what advice would you give if you were, if your best friend was right now a junior and was interested into the IBM internship and she goes, Leah, give me some advice. Like, I really want this internship. Give me some advice. What would be some advice that you would give? Yeah, I think the first thing that really comes to my brain is just don't be afraid to put yourself out there. I remember when um, I was applying, I almost didn't apply actually because I didn't have any uh, tech experience on my resume and I had huge imposter syndrome thinking that everyone who works at IBM like must have had some sort of you know tech industry experience I was like oh if they asked me about the cloud or AI or blockchain I'm going to be really really nervous because most of my background is in retail so yeah I almost didn't apply which would have been crazy because now this turned into my job so I wouldn't even be working here um, but then I was like you know what like I'm really interested in branching out and trying this new industry. And I already knew I was really passionate about marketing. So I was like, why not? Like, there's nothing to lose. Um, and I think once I really accepted that mentality, um, of course it really paid off in the end. So I feel like this isn't necessarily a specific to IBM piece of advice, but just any general recruiting advice, just don't be afraid to put yourself out there. You never know, you know what's gonna happen. And when you're on the, inter uh, the candidate side, you don't know exactly 
what criteria the recruiter is looking for. So just because you think something doesn't, you know, stand out or look great on your resume, maybe the recruiter think that's, thinks that's actually something that's unique or could add a lot of value to the company. That's amazing. And then Sarah, what about you? Like, what advice would you give somebody listening that might be interested in IBM that might be like any, ad- what advice would you give them about applying and having a, an opportunity to get an internship out of, you know, over 1700 applicants? I think Leah, I, I don't know that my advice would be any different. I, I think it's, um, I think I found that students sometimes get intimidated because they don't have a technology background and they think because they're working for a tech enterprise that they have to have that. And I think the other place they get um, concerned is that they're not a marketing major, right? Those are kind of the two biggest things is that they, um, they figure if they don't have a tech background and they don't, and they're not in a marketing major or communications major, because we also uh, run a comms program um, that, they're they're not going to be a qualified applicant and i i would say absolutely that's that's not the case we have such different profiles and you know i think in order to create the best teams you have to have diversity you have to have diversity in way people think you have to have diversity in the skill sets that you bring in you have to have diversity from the schools that you recruit at so if you're not at one of those eight or ten schools that i named off or if you don't have a marketing or communications background you know, and you're, and you haven't had experience with large enterprise or technology company, please don't think that that doesn't make you a good candidate because I have plenty of students that come from, you know, um, whose resumes come in that are from different schools that have only worked for, you know, small businesses who, you know, um, are, I don't know, you know, and they were an English major in college. So it's, um, you know, don't be discouraged and think that you're not a candidate because you don't have those things. I think if you have a passion for marketing, I think if you have a curiosity about it, I think if you have an interest in analytics, I think, you know, if you have a passion for communications and you're creative and um, you understand that marketing is really this blend of art and science, you know, I, I, I'd love to talk to you. Yeah. And, and, and definitely this is like, this is my opinion on it. If you're a student listening to this and you think that you're you're unique, so you might not get that, my advice is you probably have a better chance of getting it because you are unique. You probably have a better chance of getting it because you're applying from a school that they don't recruit from because you might be one of five people from your school that applies. And so that makes you different because the way that marketing or was taught in your school is a little different than what, how it was taught in Michigan or how it was taught in, in NYU. So I think you, you have use your disadvantage what you think is your disadvantage might be actually your biggest strength in being able to stand out amongst thousands of applicants um and so i will put that information on the show notes to the, to the link to you apply you can also google it because i googled it i put ibm marketing internships and it popped up it gave me a link it showed me an awesome video i saw you guys took the interns to disney world um that was cool and I'll, I'll leave it up to Sarah and Leah. Any last thoughts, any big takeaways that you want the audience to take away from this episode? Leah, you want to go first? Hmm. <laughs> I think the biggest thing I would say is just wherever you intern or you work, like the most important thing is always the people at the end of the day. Uh, I feel like I've been really lucky. Like I've only been working here full time for three months, but I'm really grateful that I can say I really enjoy coming to work 
because I interact with these really, really awesome people that I feel like could be my friends, like outside of work. Um, and obviously you should love the work that you're doing. That's really important. But at the end of the day, make sure you're picking a place with people and a culture and environment that you can really see yourself fitting in because you want to make sure, like, as we were talking about before, that it's a place after your 10 weeks, you'd love to go back to work for full time. So just definitely keep that in mind um, as you guys are recruiting in college. Excellent. I think that's great advice. And then to um, add one more, oh, go ahead, go ahead, please. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to ask you, I had two more questions that came to my mind. Uh, number one, do you need to be a junior to be applying for these internships or could you be a sophomore? That is, that is an excellent question and not one that we talked about. So the program is, there are, there are two programs that we have available, actually. The predominant program where we have the majority of our students is for rising seniors because, as I mentioned before, we're, our philosophy is recruit once, hire twice. Um, so opportunity for an internship that then converts into the opportunity for full-time engagement. So I am looking for students um, who are, uh, have the capability to you know, take a, a full-time offer starting the following summer. Um, however, just this last year, we started a pilot program. We're gonna run it again next year. Um, it's a freshman program called the Freshman Immersion Program. It is uh, four and a half weeks versus the full uh, nine and nine and a half or ten weeks um, and what we're trying to do with that actually is just uh, starting to build build some brand awareness on campus um, I think you know a lot of students um, when they think of some of our you know understand who are some of our competition is they're very familiar with Google or Amazon or Microsoft or some of these other um, companies and you know a little less familiar with kind of the products and offerings of IBM at this point. So the freshman program is to give people exposure to IBM, the types of work we do, um, the offerings that we have, and to help us kind of build, uh, start to build more brand awareness on campus. So, um, so now we have a new freshman program. So, you know, if you're listening and you're a freshman and you're, you know, interested um, we're also looking for, for freshmen for next year. And then second question I had for you is, let's say best case scenario, I was an intern and I did an amazing job. Do, do they, when do they receive it? And I graduate May, 2020. How early do they, would I be able to receive a job offer if I had done an amazing job and you were going to extend a job offer? Do you, do you give them the job offer in August or do you wait until closer to graduation? Uh, another great question. The internship wraps up at the beginning of August and we try to, the goal is to actually have all students notified whether or not they are being extended an offer or not um, by the middle of or end of September. So our target is to actually let students know kind of within that six week window after leaving um, the internship because we recognize the fact that, you know, they're, they're looking to know what they're going to be doing when they graduate. And the fall recruiting cycle is, is you know, starting up again in, in September. So um, about by about six or eight weeks after the program ends. Excellent. And, and then for, for the audience listening, I think like that is the best case scenario for you is to do a summer internship your last summer to be that with the company that you are most interested in, that you can see yourself working for. So because ideally, if you do a great job, you get that offer so early. And now all you have to do is now you take away the stress of have to find a job and you can enjoy your senior year, you know, 
pass your classes and, and enjoy like what you know enjoy college the rest of it instead of stressing about interviewing and applying for jobs um sarah i know like i had asked you about your biggest takeaway so i'll ask you that again so we could close the podcast um as the final question i would i think i would actually second what leah said this is what i say to students when I'm interviewing them and when I am on campus is um, whether it's IBM or any other company, my advice to you is um, find, a, find a job that you think you will be passionate about doing, find a company that you will be passionate uh, working at that you think aligns to the values that you have as an individual, because you can have the best job in the world, but if you're working for a company that doesn't align to your values, you're not going to stay very long. Um, so I think it's really important if IBM is a place you want to be, if you think the work we do at IBM is the kind of work that you want to do, I would encourage you to apply. So regardless of whether it's IBM or somewhere else, think both about the job and, and about the company values. I think those are equally important. Love it. Leah, Sarah, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Um, students who are listening to this, definitely at least check it out. Check out IBM, check out their marketing internships. Um, I'll have a link on the show notes so you can make sure that you click on it um, and really explore it. Like, educate yourself on the opportunities that are out there, including IBM. Don't just focus on the opportunities or internships that are provided to you at your school. There is hundreds of companies, thousands of companies out there that might not go to your school, but you still have an opportunity to apply online. So thank you ladies so much again for joining me on this podcast and everybody else. Catch you guys on the next episode. You have made it to the end of the podcast. Just want to remind you, if you are interested in signing up for that free training class on how to land a job with a Fortune 500 company, head to masteringcollege2career.com forward slash free training to sign up. This is a live class, so you will be able to ask me questions. And remember, this is limited to the first 100 students. See you there. If you're listening to me right now, you, my friend, have made it to the end of the podcast. I want to take some time to thank you and congratulate you for being different and taking control of your career. Doing things like listening to this podcast, putting yourself out there and building the experience needed to land your dream job is what's gonna set you apart and not be just another statistic. So great job, keep it up. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with your friends and make sure you subscribe and leave us a review. Talk to you soon.